Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussion Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. This episode of Focus is actually number 222. So it's been amazing that I've been doing these podcasts now for a bit over four years. So this weekly podcast has been published every week. So there's one episode goes out every week, and that's been for the last four and a bit years, um, which adds up to 222 episodes. So it's been a kind of labor of love putting these things together but i do like getting in the studio each week and sitting down and having a bit of a chat i suppose what i want to talk about this week is the fact that i can get in the studio and i can spend time here and i can actually just record stuff put stuff together and my studio does is set up to do a number of different things it's set up to do the podcasting it's also set up for photography and what i wanted to suppose talk to about in this episode of focus is the idea of having a place to create so that's a place for you to be able to go and create whatever it is that you do to have a space that you put aside and you set aside that space purely for the process of creating whether it be photography whether it be writing whether it be painting whether it be making music or whatever whatever creative pursuit that you're actually you're doing the importance of it being able to have a space to do it and I know it's not always possible that people don't, they might be renting an apartment or they might be living living at home with their parents or whatever. But having a having a space that you can just kind of, I suppose, set up to use for your craft, for your creative pursuit, is there's something definitely about, I don't know, there's just something about having that space where you can just come and start and do something and have all the bits and pieces there you need it. And look, for some people, like I said, who don't have a lot of space, it might be that it just that space might just be a corner of a room, could be the end of a garage, where you just basically can set up a few things, where you might have a, you know, better put a backdrop up and you'll be able to set up a light or two, or it might be just a desk area where you can do some, like if you do like shooting miniatures or product photography, that type of thing, you can have a few different kind of little sets set up there. Or it's just a spot where you can sit down and do your editing. It's just a spot that's dedicated for the purpose of photography. So it's just a spot that's basically when you go into that zone, you're in that creative mode. And I think that's the that's the thing that makes having a space dedicated to your creative pursuit so important. That when you go there, it feels like then you're in that you're in that space. You're in that place where you can be free to create and you can be free to kind of pursue new things and try different ideas and like I said it's well worth like I said trying to have a dedicated space to do it and like I said not like I said not everyone's going to have the space to actually just have a a studio set up where they can just turn the lights off and walk out and then come back the next day and just pick up where they left off quite often it is a shared space with some other part of, of your living arrangements, whether it be at home or whether, wherever it is that you're actually doing, working from. But like I said, the value of actually just having somewhere that you can just basically create in. And sometimes, like I said, there's there's other ways to get around it. I mean, sometimes potentially it's um, you can hire spaces. You know, there's a lot of places too where you can hire a space where you can use it to create, whether it be like a studio space or some other type of space. There's also places where you have potential to have a kind of creative community where people co-create together. You know, there's, there's places you can hire like a desk basically to work out of that space 
So you can come and go as you need to be, just be able to drop in there and do whatever, create something and then move on. And and that does cost money, obviously, to do that type of thing. The other thing too is that sometimes you might have a friend or something who has a has a spare garage or, or has another space where you might be able to say to them, could I you know, use the corner here where you're not, can I set some stuff up here and use it? And sometimes, like I said, you'll find someone might have a space like that where you can kind of, you know, get it very cheaply. You might just be able to pay them a little bit of money for the space or you might be able to do something else. You might be able to do a bit of a trade. One of the interesting things, I talked to someone the other day in the creative field and sometimes when they need someone to do something is they trade that that service that they're doing for studio space. So sometimes, you know, people are open to ideas where if you do something for them, then they may pay you by giving you access to a space to use. And again, so there's more than one way to create that space for yourself. And I think sometimes you've just got to be innovative in your approach to things. And sometimes, like I said, the things that, you know, are non-conventional setups sometimes can work really well. But I think the value, like I said, of just having a space where you can just go when you feel like it and you can sit there and sometimes like in the studio, you'll sit there, I know I will, I'll just sit there and I'll just ponder and think because it's quite space. Like if you try and sit and ponder and think at home sometimes or in in, a, in another part of the, of the house where you live or your apartment with other life stuff going on, it's sometimes hard just to sit there and ponder and think about ideas because sometimes that's, you know, you have an idea and you just got to sit there and kind of workshop it in your brain. You just got to kind of, Think about the elements that you want to capture and how you might be able to do it and the challenges and how you may be potentially be able to deal with those challenges. So sometimes, again, you just need that time to sit there and just do it. And like I said, sometimes that's not possible if you're trying to do that, like, you know, like I said, a space that's already been utilized by other people and other things, other activities are going on in the background that can be kind of, I suppose, disruptive. So again, I think it's like if you can get yourself into a into a space where you can be the I suppose in control of that space to let you be able just to experiment. And I think that's the great thing. Once you do create a space for yourself, it kind of like becomes like again when you go there to do something, you can switch into that zone and that's what you're actually there to do. You're there to whether it just be fresh out an idea or whether it to actually be able to photograph something or paint something or do some other thing. Again, just having that place to do that, I think is so important. And I know a lot of creatives, like I said, that's their kind of happy place where they can go and kind of switch off and just spend some time there. And, you know, sometimes it's amazing like how much time you'll actually be there and you just playing around doing things and when you look at eventually look at the clock you go been here for like five hours um but it didn't feel like five hours it feels like you've only been there five minutes because you've been actually really kind of enjoying the fact that you're just trying to experiment or you're just trying to create something new or you're trying to you know you just try and get some completely new idea again just having a place to do that is a well worthwhile exercise so if you've been thinking about converting a part of the house or converting a part of your living where you live into a kind of a makeshift studio, I would say go for it because it's just such a 
a worthwhile exercise to do. And even even like if it's just divided off with a simple divider, like sometimes we'll just get a sheet of board and put like a base on it, even put it on casters so they can move around, but just be able to create a corner where there's a defined boundary between that and the rest of the area. Sometimes that's all you need. So when you go in there and sit on a chair or whatever you you know, whatever arrangements you've got, whatever, you know, furnishings or whatever you've got in there. Um, again, you're kind of in this space that's kind of detached from the rest of the area. And that's, like I said, important, I think, to create that space for yourself, to have somewhere where you can just be just be sometimes alone as well. Like just kind of being isolated sometimes from the rest of the world is a great thing for creatives because it allows you, like I said, just to get some clarity in your thoughts and you start to push out all the, you know, if you can push out all the noise around you and just be within your own thoughts sometimes that's a really great place and from that sometimes great ideas can come from that being in that space and just being able to generate something completely different and and this is why all the great artists always had a studio and the studio space was their space to go into to be able to come up with ideas be able to paint you know if it's paint something or you know, for a photographer to be able to capture something, play with some different lighting techniques or, or try something completely new, that gave them the ability to be able to, to do that. And it's hard, like I said, if you're just kind of going out and about and you're photographing stuff randomly out on the street and, and that's fun, but then sometimes you need, a, like I said, just be able to kind of recreate stuff and repeat it and... That's what a space allows you to do. It allows you to do something over and over again until you perfect it. And sometimes that's what you need. You just need that practice to to kind of, you're doing something and it's not quite working, so you're making adjustments and getting improvements, so you keep adjusting and you keep improving until you get to a to a result that you're actually happy with. And like I said, that's the, the joy, I think, of just having some place that you can call your own. And I don't know how many people, like a lot of people with their photography in particular, don't I know don't have a space in particular that's just dedicated for photography. But then I know a lot of friends who have actually, you know, they live in a house and they've got a spare room and they've converted the spare room into a studio, an editing space. And like I said, whether it be even if you just create a space where you just go and do your editing to be able to kind of switch off from what else is happening, just to be able to have that that insulation from the rest of what's going on around you so you can just be concentrating on that one thing that you're doing it's just sitting there trying to be creative trying out new ideas and like i said sometimes you just need to be alone with your thoughts and just trying new things and look i know for some people what they've done is to be able to have a their own space to be able to create something is they've rented a space and Obviously, that's great if you've got the money to do that and you can afford to rent a space. But what some people do is they get a couple of like-minded people together where you might have you know, one or two friends um, or maybe three friends that are all kind of interested in the same thing where you find a little space that you rent and you share it, like you share that space. And you work yourself out a bit of a roster when you can basically go there. So you might say, you know, I work on these particular days so I can't use it, but you know, that might suit someone else and say, well, you can use this space on these days, I'll use the space on other days. 
and it can be a flexible arrangement that can be changed around. So don't discount the idea of just even looking at collaborating with some other creatives to get your own spaces. So it, it, even though it's not truly your space um, that you're sharing with other people, but, I mean, the thing would be uh, if the space is big enough, you may even better set up, like, you know, a couple of different zones in that space that for each particular person so they can have stuff that they can just leave there and they just know that it's not going to be touched or disturbed. And I think for me that's the, the great thing that sometimes when you're working on something and you're doing something, you know, you've got limited time. So you might have a couple of hours and you're doing something and you set something up and you haven't quite perfected it. It's great that you can leave the setup there and walk away and then go off and deal with whatever you have to deal with, the you know, something in life where going off to a job or going off to a, another commitment or, so, or something that then when you do get time to come back, you can walk back into that space and everything's how you left it and you can just kind of pick up where you left off rather than kind of packing the tripod, unpacking this, unpacking that, putting this here, stacking that there. All those things take time and sometimes they just, I suppose, can be, like can kill the joy, I suppose. They can just kill the whole, you know, where you're up to as far as the creative process is, is if you can kind of jump back in and start building again from where you left off that's obviously a much better option and again it's something that people have always done in the creative field like it's so common for people to have a space that you know typically their studio for the average i suppose enthusiast or amateur um, creative that's not always been possible but i think always look at ways you know, like I said, you can get creative in the ways that you do things sometimes. So sometimes it could be just getting a space. I, look, I know people who've been able to negotiate where their workplace is. There's a, an area there which is kind of an area that's not really used. They've been able to negotiate uh, with their boss to be able to say, can I use this space on the weekends? I want to, you know, do some photography. I want to set up a backdrop and that type of stuff. And I've known people to be able to actually get a space that they can use, that they've had it checked off with their employer or their boss or whatever, uh, and happy for them to come in and use that space because it, you know, wasn't being, wasn't being used anyway. So, like again, sometimes it's just asking around. Like I said, it could even be like a neighbour might have a, you might have an elderly neighbour who no longer drives but has a garage. They don't have a car anymore, and then that garage is just sits there empty. That you may be able to say to them, say, hey, look. Um, you know, if I come in and mow your lawn, you know, when it needs mowing, can I use that space to do my photography? And I know people have done arrangements like that where they've been able to reach out to somebody and been able to do a barter deal, basically, where you offer a service for them so they get some, they get some value out of it and you get some value out of it. And like I said, it, it kind of can be that two-way street where both people are actually getting something from that, that pursuit. So again, these are just ideas that I like, you know, throw out to people, and because you know this is how this is how people, I suppose, do things. They they listen to other people's experiences, and they you can t- always take away whenever you hear somebody what they're doing, how they're creating something, or how they're getting working in in a particular way. That sometimes just hearing that, and then you can adapt that sometimes to your own situation, and it could always. And everything can be a variation, you know, like everything can be slightly varied the way that you put things together. But again, it's about looking for opportunities, 
So if you're really keen to grow yourself as a creative and you wanted to to really build up your creative energy, your creative, I suppose, how would you say, your creative equity is by having somewhere like a studio space, you will find that it will go a long way to really helping you grow and get yourself to the next level. And, you know, and sometimes that's what people just need. They just need something to help them push themselves to the next level because then you've got something to work towards. And again, I think it's it's always you know it's always interesting. Like I said, when I do come into the studio space and I sit down and I look at stuff, and like I said, many many times, it's just a matter of I'll come in and I actually won't do anything physically. Like I won't have the camera out, but I'll be thinking about shots, or we or I'll be thinking about how I can capture something, and I'll be kind of running through all the I suppose technical scenarios and all the elements that I need to make it happen and sometimes I find it easier to actually do that um, like a dry run so it's like a rehearsal run that you're kind of working through what challenges and how you might deal with them um, what pieces of equipment you might need and you know sometimes you mightn't have everything so okay what can I improvise on what can I do to use for this particular purpose is there something i can repurpose or is there something i can fabricate or make quite easily to look like that you know i've known people when they you know have been making composite images and they need an element for it so sometimes they've just had to create an element themselves to be able to photograph that put in and sometimes like they don't need it like they need the, just the front view of something so they've been able to replicate something to look like what they're thinking whether it be a treasure chest or, you know, some other item, where it's a bit like, you know, if you went on to, if you've ever been lucky enough to go to a, like a Hollywood movie set, and particularly for like in the Westerns, and they walk down the main street, and basically all the buildings, they're just facades. They're just the front of a building. There's nothing behind it. But from the front, it looks like there's all these buildings. And again, it's that illusion. And as photographers, we're great at being able to, create stuff that sometimes can be an illusion like someone thinks they're looking at something that's a solid object and it's actually not a solid object it could be just a cardboard box that you've made the front of to look like a particular thing because you want to need that element that people might think it's made of stone or it's made of some other material when when it's actually not so again it's just being just being creative and just being looking for different ways to make something look in front of the camera look like something else and that's what we do as photographers quite often we manipulate what the viewer sees quite often you know when someone sees and i think one of the really good examples of photo manipulation of showing someone something and making it look fantastic is a lot of real estate photography you know if you ever kind of went looking at real estate and you look at some of the pictures and you go oh wow this place looks amazing but when you get there, it doesn't. All, all of a sudden, it doesn't quite look so amazing. The photographer's been able to capture it from the angles, or being able to enhance the colours, or you know, clean things up slightly so it looks presents much better in a photograph than it presents in real life. And again, that's part of photography. That's what you know, photographers have always done. They've tried to obviously sometimes capture the best possible image, selling that room or that place trying to make it look as best as you can. Sometimes, like I said, with clever lighting and 
different other techniques, you can make an area that looks quite, um, you know, dismal in real life can actually look quite exciting in, in photographic life. So again, that's a part of something that, you know, we do as photographers. So in this episode of uh, Focus, which is, happens to be episode 222, just been talking about having a, making a space available for yourself, just being able to, you know, set some space aside, just be able to have an area that you just basically just use for photography. So basically it's just your area and it's just your little space where you can create, where you can either go and collect your thoughts or think about things or you can actually physically get the camera out and start actually making um, pictures or whatever that you're trying to do and again it's just by having somewhere where you can set that up and be able to if you need to walk away and leave it set up and then come back to it at a later date and then but I mean I remember in the early days you know it was always like I'd have this idea for a shoot and I'd be in the lounge room at home and I'd be setting stuff up, and I'd have tripods set up, and I'd have lights set up, and I'd have backdrops draped over stuff, and I'm building the stuff up in front of the camera, and then, and then of course, yeah, someone wants to come out in the lounge room and watch TV or something, so then you've had to pull the whole thing apart, and you know, you mightn't have, you mightn't have finished what you're doing, but sometimes, like I said, it was frustrating because you couldn't just leave everything set up the way it was because you were disrupting other people's use of that area so basically you had to kind of you know pull it all apart and again if you wanted to come back the next day then you had to re- you know, replicate it and sometimes you know it's a bit hard because of you're trying to put it back exactly the way it was and you don't always get it exactly right so again it's like I said I'm blessed feeling blessed that I actually have a space where I can come and sit down and what happened with the space that I work in now is originally this was a space in our office that we use for many different purposes and when the global pandemic hit this space wasn't really being used because we didn't have staff in here in the office so I decided that um, I'd set up the podcast stuff and I'd do you know block a podcast and I'd put everything away and then I'd you know next time when I needed to produce more podcasts I'd set everything up again then do record the podcast and pull it apart pull that stuff away and then I thought to myself, we're not using this, but I've got this idea now. I could actually build a setup now. I can just leave set up. And basically one of the one of the disused desks that we weren't using, I put it on I put it on casters so the desk can move around. And then I mounted all the podcasting gear um, with the overhead mic stands and everything we needed onto this desk. So even now I can still move it around or I can break it down if I need to like completely get it out of the way or a lot of times I can just move it to one corner of the room and use the room for other purposes but I can easily sit down and do a podcast because that was the thing that sometimes I'd get an idea for a podcast and I'd want to go and but I think oh I've got to go in I've got to grab all the mics out I've got to set everything up I've got to plug everything in I've got to like move this move that and it was kind of very I suppose made it made it just like let you just go ah it's just too hard and then when I've set up this I can just come at any time now and just drop in basically the the podcasting stuff is set up permanently I can just jump in turn on the recorder turn on everything I need to turn on and I can just start I can just start creating just start using it 
and it's great because I've been able to like just drop in, do something, and then be able to move on. And similarly with the the photography side of things, with the setup, you know, with the backdrops and the different things that we've got mounted on the wall now, I can just have them down. Whether it's to do something with some product photography or something else, you know, I can just quickly shoot that because all that stuff's there and it's it's accessible, so I don't have to kind of worry too much about it. So yeah, again, it's like I said, just probably this episode, I wanted to get people thinking about looking at venturing into that next step of their creative journey and that next step is basically having a space for yourself, a space to create, so you can basically, whenever you feel the, the need to do something, you can go to that space and you can use that space to do whatever you wish to do. And like I said, hopefully that allows you then when you have a kind of that, when you have that kind of, you know, moment of creative spark that you can go there and just do something with it straight away rather than say, oh, must, I'll just make a note of this so next time I'm doing something I'll have you know I might try this because sometimes I get an idea and I've got to just go out and do it I've just got to shoot it I've just got to go off and create it and again by having somewhere where I know I can just go and do that straight away is fantastic so so I hope this has got you thinking and hope like I said like we you know try and do for all the podcasts that we do is is just get people thinking about their photography thinking about where they might be able to take it and again, just you know, challenge ideas and try different ideas, and yeah, basically just have fun with your photography. Until next time, this has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. Talk to you again real soon. See ya.